Hello, this is Kevin O'Donovan, and I'd like to welcome you to the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences Superfund Research Program Monthly Research Brief Podcast. This month, we're discussing a new role for microRNAs in neurobehavioral development. The research brief, number 210, was released on June 6, 2012, and was written by SRP contractor Angela Spivey in conjunction with SRP-supported researcher Robert Tangway. MicroRNAs are very short pieces of RNA that may play a major role in human health and disease. Although microRNAs do not encode for protein sequences, scientists believe that they may regulate more than half of human genes that do code for proteins. In addition, genes encoding proteins that are regulated by microRNAs are twice as likely to be sensitive to environmental chemical exposure. Now, researchers at the Oregon State University Superfund Research Program have identified for the first time several microRNAs that control neurobehavioral development in a zebrafish model. The researchers disrupted normal microRNA signaling in zebrafish embryos with ethanol, then measured resulting changes in microRNA expression and changes in behavior as compared to a non-exposed control group. Taken together, our data support an integral role for microRNAs in the establishment of vertebrate neurobehavioral and skeletal systems, said Robert Tangway, Ph.D., the senior author of the study. To measure behavioral changes, Tamara Tal, Ph.D., a postdoctoral fellow in the Tangway lab, video recorded and measured the animal's movements in response to alternating periods of light and dark. Zebrafish detect changes in the environment, light and dark, and they respond by a change in motor responses, such as swimming, Tangway says. Normally, five-day-old zebrafish swim more during dark periods that are directly preceded by light period. That behavior was exaggerated in the exposed group. When zebrafish embryos are exposed to ethanol only for the first day of life and then are tested four days later, they swim even more in the dark. They are hyperactive in the dark, Tangway says. Abnormal swimming responses to changes in light conditions persisted in juvenile fish 35 days old that had been exposed as embryos. In the exposed group, widespread changes in levels of both microRNAs and messenger RNAs were found using several different gene profiling studies. In addition, the scientists identified particular microRNAs that were misexpressed. They then used a method called target prediction analysis to discover messenger RNA that might be controlled by the microRNAs in question. Using that method, they predicted that some of the microRNAs misexpressed in the exposed group may bind to messenger RNAs that are involved in the formation of the brain. To further support a link between microRNAs and neurobehavioral development, the scientists could reproduce the observed abnormal swimming effects in larvae and juveniles not exposed to ethanol by inhibiting the production of either one of two particular microRNAs, MIR-9 and 9-star, or MIR-153, during development. In addition, structural analyses in adult zebrafish demonstrated that repression of MIR-153C levels during development affected cranial skeletal development. Tangway's work not only provides evidence for a new role for microRNAs in neurobehavioral and skeletal development, but also highlights the versatility of the zebrafish model for studying the effects of developmental exposure to chemicals. If you'd like to learn more about this research, visit the Superfund Research Program website at www. .niehs.nih.gov/srp. From there, click on Who We Fund and follow the links to the Oregon State University Research Summary. If you have any questions or comments about this month's podcast, or if you have ideas for future podcasts, contact Maureen Avakian at avakian at niehs.nih.gov.
Join us next month as we discuss more exciting research and technology developments from the Superfund Research Program.